Ephesians 4.11 says that Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to the body of Christ. Now this is in Ephesians. This is in the New Testament. This is actually after Jesus, Jesus ascended to heaven, now he releases his spirit to the church. So these are gifts that he gave the church, the body of Christ. From the time that he ascended to heaven up until 2021, continuing until he returns, it says that he gave these gifts, the fivefold ministry, for the purpose of equipping his people, Ephesians 4.11, to equip his people for works of service. So you may be equipped to be a powerful vessel of God, walking in the power of God, not a baby Christian who's powerless, but that you would be a powerful, mature vessel of God who can see in the spiritual realm, who will not allow the enemy to lie to you anymore because your eyes have opened up. You've been equipped of how to be a mature, victorious disciple of God. That's the purpose of the fivefold ministry. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, not just pastors and teachers and evangelists, but also apostles and prophets we need them all because they each have a unique, special gifting anointing that we all need as believers. We are not getting enough nutrients and enough equipping if we only have one or two or three or four. We need all five. And it goes on to say, until we all reach unity in the faith and in Verse 12, he gave these to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all, so that if a pandemic comes again, we can be strong and not give into fear and have strong faith because we've seen with our own eyes miracles that God has done. We believe in the true word of God that by his stripes we are healed. We believe that he's protecting us. We believe that it's our job to release healing to the sick. Hallelujah. When we are equipped in this way to know this truth, to be strong in this, the church can be powerful, built up, as it says. So people are doing what they did in the Acts church when they were running to the church when they were sick to receive healing. They were bringing the sick and the sick laying them on cots so that Peter could pass by with his shadow. That's what was supposed to happen when COVID hit. That people would run to the church. The church has to be strong and know who we are and all do our part and all walk in the power of God for this to happen. It has to be built up for the world to see and run and receive the power of God and receive Jesus. Hallelujah. So it says, um, verse 13 so the body of Christ may be built up, verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. The whole measure, not baby Christian status, the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. 
Verse 14, then we will no longer be infants tossed, we will no longer be baby Christians tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by, so therefore, by false religious doctrine that says the power of God doesn't exist, that say that apostles don't exist today, that say that women can't preach, like stuff like that, that says that you need to do this and this and this and this and this to please God. God is judging you. Like all of this religious wrong doctrine of Jesus. So it's saying when we have these offices, five-fold offices, then we will not be blown here and there by every wind of teaching, wrong teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Hallelujah. So this, I want to remind you, this is in Ephesians after Jesus ascended that he gave the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. This is why there is apostles today and why they are necessary and God needs them to be there so he can move through them as well as prophets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says Ephesians 2.20 that apostles and prophets are the foundation of the church with Christ Jesus as the chief cornerstone. The church is us. The church is us. We cannot have a foundation that's dead. We need living pastors today to be shepherds. We need living teachers today to teach. We need living evangelists today for God to move through and reach the lost and bring them to the church. We also need living apostles and prophets whom God can work through to be a living foundation today. To release the prophetic word of today, what God is speaking today. To see into the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. To have an anointing to see where things are out of place, where the foundation is wobbly, where there's cracks. This is a big job of the, found, of the apostle. It's why there's been so much, I've been teaching so much about lies of the enemy, lies of the enemy recently because God reveals to me this is a problem. The enemy has really blinded people in this specific way, in this specific way, in this specific way. Through you, I'm going to open eyes and reveal ways that people have been blinded by the enemy. Through you, I'm going to move and clear out wrong doctrines of me that aren't right and release the, the pure, true gospel and have the foundation nice and pure. 
like how I shared how to have a relationship with God, how to have a friendship with God. So many people, their foundation is, is wrong, is religion, and they're thinking that God is judging them all the time, judging how they pray. When they mess up, God's looking at them with so much anger and stuff. Like that's all wrong foundation. So apostles have that special grace to see the foundation needs to be pure and good. A special grace to see this is where the enemy's working. This is where wrong doctrine, doctrine of the enemy has come in in people's lives. They believe we need to remove that. We need to set people free so they can know the true Jesus and have a pure, true foundation to build upon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I wanted to share with you today some, some big truths that a lot of people are blinded by. One, that women, that women are used by God, that God chooses to use women to preach, to be ministers in the fivefold offices, to lead churches. And number two, that apostles and prophets do exist today. And not only that, but because there's been such a lack of them, God is, is, is really bringing in this revival, a revival of apostles and prophets, reviving them, restoring them into the five-fold ministry. This is God's way. This is how he wants to move. We have to move how God wants to move. Hallelujah. And I, I titled this, How to Discern Where God is Moving. I wanted to share with you today that it is so important that above all else to really, you know, for, for many of you, this, these are new things. Like some, maybe some of you really thought like women shouldn't be leaders of churches or ministers. And maybe some of you thought apostles really weren't alive today. So this is like brand new. And for me, there was a time when it was brand new to learn that apostles existed today, to learn that prophets existed today. I went a whole life as a Christian, and then one day when I was 24, um, all of this happened at once, and all of this happening that I just explained is really me encountering the power of God, which is where the true kingdom of God is. And in a very quick moment upon encountering the power of God, I surrendered to God. I fell in love with him for the first time. And I was set on fire for him. And I've never been the same since. And so I would then hear teach. So, so these, these experiences showed me prophets exist today. Like I didn't need anyone to like tell me. Like God showed me himself. God showed me this is me. Like as I saw people be healed, as I saw demons manifest and be cast out with my own eyes, as I as I encounter prophetic ministry myself and as I saw people cry as they were being prophesied to, as I experienced my tongue being taken over by the power of God speaking in tongues, um nobody had to tell me that prophets exist <laughs> because I've, I've never experienced so much real Jesus in my life than through, than, it, than through this vessel, and it was a prophet of God. So the Holy Spirit himself was teaching me these things. 
It was this knowing. It wasn't me going to school to learn these things. It was this knowing, this knowing inside. Now I had to be like a child to receive this. I had to come with an open heart. Oh, I've never heard of prophets before, but I hear God's moving here, so I'm just gonna come and check it out. So that childlike heart is what allowed God to move and allowed no skepticism voices to come or remain in me. And, and so what was happening when the scripture where it says, God, I thank you that you only reveal these deep things in the spiritual realm to those who are like children. So that's what happened for me because I was a child. I was able to really see the truth and really to see how God works and where he was moving. I would now be learning messages about prophets and about like anointing and these things I hadn't heard of before. I didn't know what anointing was. I didn't know about prophets and but as i'm and even about the baptism of the holy spirit i'm receiving this meaty spiritual food i had never heard of before and i was listening to so many different famous pastors you know um and none of them had taught this kind of stuff but upon hearing all of this i was coming alive inside like it was like a knowing like this is truth my spirit is leaping. I feel on fire. I feel such peace. It's like, I feel you, Jesus. Like, this is real. This is truth. This is Jesus. And I would be boggled. Like, how come, like, the famous pastors I've been listening to, like, don't know this stuff or aren't sharing this stuff? But God chooses to reveal, reveal these deep things to those only who become like children. And he uses the weak things to confound the wise. So in the world's way, we expect the best spiritual stuff to come from like the most famous um, spiritual people, pastors and everything. But that's not how it works. It's who God qualifies. And, and so how do we know where God really is moving? by becoming like a child and allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us. It will be a serious knowing, you experiencing the power of God, your spirit coming alive, this knowing like this is Jesus, this is truth, this, this is Jesus, this, this feels like Jesus like I've never known, I've never felt so alive and so, so much peace and so much joy and so much love so much compassion and power of God and miracles. This is Jesus. And so this is how you will know. God, it says in the Bible that he's doing a new thing. God moves in new ways. They are not new to him. Like for example, right now, he is choosing in this revival to restore the fivefold ministry to the church. He's going to be restoring apostles and prophets. We're going to see him moving through apostles and prophets along with all of the fivefold ministry, but for the first time by and large through apostles and through prophets. This isn't new for God and it shouldn't be new for us because it's really clear in the Bible. It's not even confusing or difficult to understand. It's simple and clear right there. But for many Christians in today's world, this is really new really different but he is a God who does new things who confounds 
us who uses the weak things, the foolish things to confound the wise. So we should always have this open heart of, God, I'm open to you doing a new thing. I give you permission to confound me, to surprise me, to empty me out of things I thought that were true, that thought were true or are not. I give you permission, God. Confound me, Lord. I'm a child. I'm a forever student. Disciple means student. I'm forever a student. I humble myself. Think about our brain compared to God. Think about the difference of that. You know, we've, re- <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, we never should think we know it all when it comes to spiritual things and how he wants to move and who he chooses to move. So when you can have this heart, you'll be able, you'll be like the disciples who, who God, Jesus thanks God, the father. Thank you. Thank you, God, for revealing it to these only these who are like a child and you will have this knowing like the disciples had no doubt the pharisees were saying jesus is using the power of the devil jesus is possessed himself they were saying all these other things because their eyes weren't open they weren't like a child and there will be people like that in this world and so you have to be prepared because God wants to use you mightily in this revival. There's a reason that you are here. He's calling you to be harvesters. But you have to be prepared that the same spirit that worked through the Pharisees that were like, Jesus, he's possessed by the devil and he's using, he's casting out demons by the power of Satan. These are the actual things that they were saying to him in the Bible. And they were so convicted that he was so evil that they got him killed. That same spirit of intense religious ignorance and hate um, is alive today, is alive today, is alive today. So be aware, um, protect your childlikeness, protect what God has shown you, the precious gift you've received and do not allow that religious spirit to to lie to you. Don't don't believe those lies when someone says, for example, apostles don't exist today and I can show you all the scripture why, but they're interpreting the scripture completely wrong, but they seem like they know the Bible so much more than you. Don't be deceived by that. Remember that it's not the knowledge, but it's about the Holy Spirit opening your eyes. You can know the whole Bible front to back, able to, to recite it word for word, but you can know nothing in the spiritual realm. Your eyes can be completely shut. So be aware and protect, protect the conviction that God has given you. It's so precious. Protect it and don't allow anyone to mess with it or steal it or make you feel um, scared or frightened or confused, but protect what God has revealed to you. This is how he works. I thank you, Lord, for revealing your precious truth to your people, Lord. And I thank you, God, for how you are moving today. Thank you for not giving up on us, but thank you, Lord, for coming in power once again and for restoring things to be your way in the body of Christ. 
I thank you, Father, for the eyes that are opening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I declare your eyes to continue to open up more and more and more. And I declare every wrong doctrine that's come to you, every spirit of religion, every person who is operating out of that spirit that the Pharisees had, that religious spirit attacking Jesus, so convicted of it and seeming to be like, they are so convicted, they're right. Those spirits that have come to you in different ways, I declare them to go now in Jesus' name. I declare all of these religious roots to be uprooted, all of the blinders to, to come off now in Jesus' name. You are free now. You are free from the wrong religious doctrines. You are free now. May your eyes continue to open. I release this anointing now to you. May your eyes open up more as you read the Bible. May your eyes open up like never before to, to see in the spiritual realm, to know spiritual truths, to know deeper things, to have true revelation of what God means in his scripture and what it really means for you today. May your eyes open up more and more and may a fire grow inside of you for people to know this truth that you've been given, for people to receive, receive the power of God, receive his truth, eyes opened up. May this passion increase in you now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And I declare protection upon you for every scheme of the enemy to try to pull you away from God's will and where God is really working. I declare protection upon you nothing can snatch you from God's hand from where he has planted you thank you father thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Jesus and I see God calling some 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 of you feel a calling from God in your heart to plant yourself to to plant yourself here where God is moving, here at Fivefold Church. I see God calling you like a, like a yearning, like I want to be planted here. I want to be planted. Hallelujah. So if that's you, I want to bless you. Just lift your hands to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I release this prophetic anointing to you now. I speak protection upon you now. I speak you to flourish mightily, for you to increase in the spiritual realm, for the power of God to move through you now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to pray now for any for people who are are have certain bondages chains in their lives from the enemy. If you feel like you have a certain bondage of the enemy, I want to pray for you now. Some of you have been bound by addiction. You've tried to quit something, but the temptation has a strong grip on you. God wants to free you now by his power. He wants to come and break the chains that only 
He can, the only his anointing can. If that is you with an addiction, lift your hands now to God. Thank you, Jesus. I declare every spirit of addiction to go now in Jesus' name. Every chain that bound you, I declare it to be broken. I declare the temptations to fall away now in Jesus' name. Sex addiction, go. Porn addiction, go. Addiction to drugs, to alcohol, go now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Addiction to looking at certain images. Addiction to social media, to screens. I declare it to go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. An addiction to something that you know isn't healthy, but you feel like you can't say no to. Um, it could be something socially, uh, buying things. Anything like that that you know is not healthy, that you know has a bound on you, that you don't feel freedom in. I declare that chain to be broken now. Be free now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God is removing now chains of mental illness, mental problems. If that is you, lift your hands now to God. God is going to free you. Every spirit of mental illness, go now. OCD, go now. Bipolar, go now. Schizophrenia, go now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. ADD, go now. ADHD, go now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Spirit of anxiety, go now in Jesus' name. Depression, Spirit of depression, go now in Jesus' name. Spirit of insomnia, some of you cannot sleep at night. Some of you waking up all the time. Some of you cannot go back to sleep. Go now in Jesus' name. You are free now. Thank you, Jesus. Thoughts of death that come to you all the time, Thoughts of self-harm, to harm yourself, and thoughts of suicide. God is freeing you now. I declare that spirit of death to go now in Jesus' name. Be free now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for people who have illness. If you have sickness in your body, God is going to heal you right now. Lift your hands to God. Thank you, Lord. Every spirit of infirmity go now in Jesus' name. Every sickness go. Every disease go. Every sickness in any body part, leave now in Jesus' name. All pain must go now. 
be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. God is healing head pain and head injuries right now and headaches. Problems need healing in the head. I declare healing to you now in Jesus' name. God is restoring someone's sight and someone has an eye problem. Someone has like an infection or like sty in their eye. God is healing you now. Be healed now. Be healed in your eyes. Sight be restored now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For